This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, November 2nd. Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams set fundraising records when they faced off in the 2018 governor's race, spending about $48 million combined. They have more than tripled that figure in this year's rematch. Kemp and Abrams reported Tuesday that through October 25th, they had raised more than $165 million, and big money has continued to flow in since then. The money has gone to pay for nonstop advertising and a ground game of canvassers and texters in a nationally watched contest that has brought in contributions from across the country. Tuesday was the deadline for the last major campaign finance report before next week's midterm elections. The latest filings this week by state candidates show how much of a battleground Georgia has become since the closely contested Kemp-Abrams fight of 2018 and the Democratic victories in the presidential and U.S. Senate contests two years later. In other news, the Supreme Court on Tuesday cleared the way for U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham to testify before a Fulton County special grand jury later this month. In a brief unsigned order, the high court lifted a temporary stay on the South Carolina Republicans' testimony before the grand jury, which is investigating attempts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn Georgia's 2020 elections. Graham is currently scheduled to appear before jurors and prosecutors on November 17th. He must appear at the Fulton Courthouse on that date or potentially face legal consequences, such as a warrant for his arrest so he can be taken to Atlanta to testify. The order said Graham could still challenge individual questions under the U.S. Constitution's speech or debate clause, which shields members of Congress from being questioned about their official work. The order also noted that the senator's broader appeal was passed along to all nine justices for their consideration, but could take weeks or months for the court to weigh in. Meanwhile, the Department of Community Affairs has abruptly stopped taking applications for its rental assistance program, apparently leaving a number of tenants in the lurch. The department posted word on its website late last week that the pandemic-triggered efforts to help prevent disruption and homelessness were no longer accepting applications, but did not elaborate. The website said the department would keep processing those already filed. However, at least some tenants say that they were already approved for assistance, then had that approval removed from the department's portal, leading housing advocates and tenants to believe the program had ended. The federal program initiated in late 2020 when millions of people were still out of work due to pandemic-triggered shutdowns was intended to prevent disruption, financial distress, and homelessness. A number of other agencies and municipalities in the state have also been running rental assistance programs with the federal money. If not all spent, the program can continue through next year. And a woman who accused Republican Senate hopeful Herschel Walker of pressuring her to have an abortion nearly three decades ago appeared on camera for the first time Tuesday and said she felt threatened by the former football star after she revealed to him she was pregnant. In the Good Morning America interview, the woman elaborated on allegations she leveled anonymously a week ago at an event arranged by her attorney, Gloria Allred. 
That's when she said she had a years-long romantic relationship with Walker and that he urged her to have an abortion when she became pregnant in 1993. The woman who remained anonymous said he drove her back to a Texas clinic to carry out the abortion after she initially decided against it. Walker is a staunch opponent of abortion rights and has called for a complete ban on the procedure, even in cases of rape or incest. In a statement shortly after the interview aired, Walker said the claim was a lie a week ago, and it is a lie today. Spoken Layer